Hello all, welcome to our second podcast on Millennial Perspectives. My name is Kyle Kekka and we and this is Tony Tedesco as well. I'm here. And we are thrilled that you guys are listening in on our second podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our first uh, one there where we debated about a Texas SB4 law that was targeting uh, sanctuary cities. Talked about different musical perspectives, different things in the technology industry. And we had our thought of the day on time travel, whether it is possible or impossible. Tony, how do you think we did our first week? I think we did really well. I just want to thank everyone for the support. Uh, me and Kyle actually just checked it out now. We are up to 67 views, mm -hmm. and I think that's amazing. I don't think me and Kyle expected anything like that on our first one. So for all of you guys out there, I just want to say thank you so much for that. And um, that's all I have, so we can get right into it. Yeah. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. It was just a wonderful turnout. We couldn't have uh, wanted things to uh, go differently. And, uh, you know, keep spreading the word, too. You know, if you listen to our first podcast, uh, make sure that you spread the word. You know, tell your friends, tell your family about us because we really feel like we have something going here. So yeah. that's all I got to say on that, too. All right. So uh, this week's issue, uh, me and Kyle have decided to go again back into Texas. <laughs> the um, Deep South. Yeah, the Deep South um, with the SB6 bill. <laughs> Last week was the SB4, mm -hmm. uh, but just keeping it current. Um, today is uh, current political issue is um, the bathroom bill that is being passed in Texas. Mm -hmm. And I will leave it up to Kyle here. Kyle? All right, yeah, so you guys know how I roll. I go things from a, a different perspective from Tony. I uh, argue things on the left side of the spectrum, so I'm just going to give my take on this bathroom bill uh, because I do have a, a, a fairly strong opinion on it. So the SB6 bill, which will actually be argued in the Texas legislature on Friday morning, it is uh, a measure to bar transgender people from the bathrooms or locker rooms of their choice. And this is according to a article that I found on the website called The Hill. And from my perspective, because this is Millennial Perspectives, hey. as, as you know, and it's in the name. Puns. I, I'm not a fan of it. As, you know, Tony probably not surprised by it. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan, and I'm not a fan of it for a couple reasons. First reason why I'm not for it is because, you know, Tony and I have talked about this for a while now. Do you remember that whole biological sex versus gender debate that we yeah, had a while back really in, good. in yeah. Megan's garage? Yeah. So he, here's, here's my take on it from a, a scientific standpoint. I'm, I'm going to do it from a couple different standpoints. In my research, I've come across a couple things. When it comes to transgender people, sex and gender, in my opinion, are different. So a biological sex, biological aspects of male or femaleness, so that includes you know, the, the, the several body parts that make you either male or female, after after being born so i'm not going to go into too much detail you guys can probably get it from there gender on the other hand gender construct is the psychological behavioral social or cultural aspects of being a male or a female and this includes either masculinity or femininity okay so if you guys can tell biological sex is something different from my perspective than gender okay 
Now, I'm going to go into the argument. So, back to the SB6. It's a measure to bar transgender people from the bathrooms and locker rooms of their choice. Okay? So, my philosophy on this is, if you do not allow a transgender person to be who they are as an individual. So, let's say that you were born a male, and you have a sex change, and you turn to a female. Alright? I feel like that is restricting that person's individual freedoms. I think that if they... If they came out as a male, had a sex change, became a female, I f because they, they feel more feminine, I feel like they have the moral right to choose the bathroom that they feel most comfortable in. That's just from my perspective. I was actually seeing a report by Media Matters that came out in 2015, and I feel like transgender people in, in this society, some people can give them a very bad reputation. I feel like in, in this kind of climate, um, some people may believe that letting a transgender person into a bathroom of their choice might increase the likelihood of uh, predation in bathrooms on you know, small children or, or you know, anything like that. Well, this Media Matters report studied 17 school districts in 2015 with 600, that covered 600,000 plus students. And in this report, there were no incidents of harassment in these school bathrooms after laws for transgender people were implemented. So I feel like that kind of goes against the reputation or this myth, you know, have you, that transgender people are, are somehow, you know, targeting people in bathrooms just because they feel like they can go into the bathroom of their choice, okay? And now, transgender people are not just predators, are, are, are not predators. In fact, transgender people are in danger after such bills are passed because, you know, some people might think it's weird that a person who looks like a male is actually female or a female that, that looks like a male going to the bathroom of, the, of their choice. It kind of it kind of goes against people's, you know, regular societal norms. And I just, I don't agree with that. I, I feel like if, if you're a transgender person, you're, you're still a human being. And, you know, to, to subject transgender people under this umbrella of of myths and just lies, I don't, I don't think is fair. And from an economic standpoint, I know it's you know much different from a moral standpoint. From an you know from an economic standpoint, this is also a really big issue, because North Carolina passed a law about this you know several months ago that was soon repealed, you know replaced with something else. There were a lot of different businesses and concerts that were revoked from that state because of the passing of that, in my opinion, discriminatory law. If Texas were to pass this. You know, Apple and the NFL have already opposed it as discriminatory. And if such big operations were to be pulled out of these states, it, it would just be bad for the economy. So much money would be lost. So that's from my perspective. All right. Uh, well, you got to hear Kyle's perspective um, on the bill. And obviously, I think the bill is fine with a few exceptions. There are a few things that I actually do agree with Kyle on this thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, but there's one thing that I want to point out. I believe... That sex and gender are the same, whereas Kyle does not. That is the one thing that kind of separates me and Kyle between this. So I did look up the definition, and technically um, there is a definition for where it means something different, where it means the same thing. So I guess technically it's just based on how you look at it, um, and I can respect Kyle's opinion on that. I just don't think that's just how it is, and that's just not how it ever will be. But here's a big point. Um, Kyle made a statement that he thinks the myth that 
transgender people are predators is you know he doesn't think they're predators and i agree i do not think that transgender people are predators and like people who honestly think that they're if it's a man going to a woman is going to go in there and like sexually harass someone i do not believe that but i did do a little bit of research and there was a quote that i found by the family research council that has you know done so many research on this sort of thing um just the bill in general because the bill is very generic because it's been everywhere um but here's a big quote that i took from it it is important to note that the concern is not that transgendered individuals are more likely to be sexual predators, but rather that sexual predators could exploit such laws by possible uh, by posing transgendered in order to gain access to women and girls. So that is the actual big concern I have when it comes to this. It's not that I think you know a man who's just who actually believes and wants to be a woman, you know, wants to go in the girls' bathroom. That's not necessarily the problem, even though I technically would feel uncomfortable with it. It's the thing that people will always take advantage of things, no matter what it is. No matter how good the person there is, there are always going to be those people who are going to use the policies, find loopholes to their advantage. Mm-hmm. So the Family Research Council has also compiled within the last few years there have been 21 incidents of men violating or assaulting women in uh, women's privacy in public bathrooms. And that's gone all the way back to 1999, but about 17 of those have been within the last two years. So 2016, a little bit of 2017. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you did your school. Kyle did his school um, research, you know, the one, I don't remember what it was from, but that's a mm-hmm. school setting. And I think a little bit, school is a little bit more accepting and you're not really going to have as many predators mm-hmm. per se, I would think there. So that's where I'm coming from. And I just don't think that's what the big problem is. But that being said, um, I think that uh, like when companies such as Target, because Target has con- uh, implemented an all sex bathroom policy, mm-hmm. when they, I believe when they do this policy that it encourages criminals to take advantage of these policies to commit these crimes. Criminals, not transgendered. Now that being said, everything that I've said about transgendered, and I don't want anyone to get this wrong, I don't think transgendered people are mean or, or predators in any sort of way. Um, I just think that me, if I was a father and I had a daughter, personally and i knew that a man could dress like a woman or just decide to feel like a woman one day could go into the woman's bathroom while my daughter is in there that would make me uncomfortable and i would believe that would make someone else uncomfortable if they are not saying everyone is but that would personally make me uncomfortable knowing that because not saying that that guy's a predator not saying transgender people i'm just saying that would personally make me uncomfortable and i just don't like that mm-hmm. um so i do agree with a lot of what you said kyle um i do think i don't think it's the uh discriminates against people though um i i mean i have a question for you that mm-hmm. i'm going to ask is to you because you believe sex and gender are different and i believe they're not mm-hmm. are bathrooms based on your biological sex or your gender according to you and that's just a question for you that i just want to know before i continue well i i think in in uh in the more inclusive i I think society that we live in today because you know for for all the for all the controversies that we have you know in society today i i think that as a whole i think we are more inclusive than we've ever been you know it is it's unimaginable to think that 20 years ago same-sex marriage would be legal across across the country, and now it is, according to a, a Supreme Court decision yeah, in, so, in 2015. So what do you think? Do you My, think it's sex, or how you think? I, I feel like in this society, which was what I was going to get at next anyway, I think that my, my philosophy on this is that a long time ago, 
bathrooms were strictly based upon your sex. Your biological sex, what you were born with. Now, I, I think because we live in such a more inclusive society, I think people, if they really feel it... Can think. If, if, if they really feel it based on their gender, based on what they feel, if, if they feel either masculine, feminine, or something else, because there's more than two de- genders. Uh, to you. To me. I think that I think the bathrooms are based on gender. So you believe they're based on gender and not sex? Correct. So now I have a question. Okay. Let's say with what I with what I just said because I was uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You're a father. You have a ten year old daughter. Mm-hmm. Would you be comfortable with a man going into the bathroom? You let's say you watched him go right after your daughter. Would you be comfortable right after the like like, like your daughter he, goes like he, into he, the he women's looked, ba- like your daughter look like he had an intent? No, 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 no. Or you're, I I no, you don't know. Okay. That's the thing. Your daughter goes into the bathroom. And then right afterwards, you see a man go into the bathroom, mm-hmm. like the next person, because you, you're just standing outside waiting. You don't have to go. Mm-hmm. Do you feel comfortable? I feel it's like, just a personal question. Do yeah. you feel comfortable letting? It's not the fact that transgender people are going to do something. It's just from a more. Uh, um, and just asking as, are you comfortable with it? Yeah, my my thing is that you know because we we've, we've grown up knowing. And only knowing uh, up until you know now with you know the the, age, the uh, you know the agender bathrooms and stuff, we only grew up learning or knowing one thing, and that was a male bathroom and a, and a female bathroom. I mean, based on it makes well, sense. and that was that was growing up. Right, but I it think. makes well, sense I mean, because of your sex. I think that on the surface, because that's the only life that I've really known up to this point, I feel like my initial reaction would be that doesn't really seem right. But at the end of the day. It's just a bathroom. So you're you're comfortable with it? Yeah, I feel like what because bathrooms bathrooms are a, a place you know to you know, rest and and it's a it's a it's a private space. Right. And right. the chances of someone doing anything like that to anyone, including my daughter or any young girl or young boy, it's incredibly incredibly low. I would like to because I will hold on. Okay. I will I will also bring up something else. Okay. Media Matters also pointed out. In a recent report, experts from 12 states that protect trans rights have thoroughly refuted the talking point of people being predators in a bathroom. In the U.S., there's not a single reported incidence of this kind of voyeurism occurring in states with legal protections for trans people. And I'll, and I'll bring up a couple examples that I have right here. So, so tra- You're thinking of transgendered as predators, not just predators in general. Yes. Right, so that's not like I said before. That's not my concern. That transgendered people are predators. That that there are just normal. Let's just say there's a child rapist who's just a man, who's going to exploit these things. It's not the fact that I think transgendered people are going to be using these laws. I think people who generally are transgendered are going to be like, I want to use the well, bathroom. Well, well, yeah, but but that's that's our argument though. We're we're, we're not talking about predators in general. We're well, talking we're, about. I'm saying that predators in general are no. I think it's a valid argument. I think they're the reason. That's the problem. It's not the transgender people. It's the predators are going to exploit these policies and go I don't, in there. I don't think arrest. you're. I don't think you're. You're staying on course with the argument, though. It is because you're. You're talking about predators in general, where we're talking about transgender people using bathrooms. Transgender people, right, are but, not the predators here. But by because impl- because because you're talking about any sort of regular predator that's not the basis. Right, of but this by argument. implementing these law, not having these laws, let's say having like Target having all same sex bathrooms, mm-hmm. that allows. A man going who wants to think that he's a woman can do, to go into a, a woman's bathroom. So if there is a predator who's not transgender mm-hmm. and just wants to disguise himself as one, goes into the women's bathroom, can sexually assault. So it is on top. Yes, but think about this for a second. That that could happen anyway. 
There, there's, I mean, there, there's no cameras around any bathroom. Yes, someone, there are. someone, someone can do that anyway. Outside the bathroom, yes, there is. Yeah, but someone can still do that anyway. Yeah, you can, but it just makes it easier. It makes it, it makes it without suspicion. You it, can't get in trouble because if, if I was like a man right now, if I go into I don't know a store that doesn't have that policies, and I see a man walking, I'd be like, hey, I would run in there, be, hey, get the fuck out. But I'm like, you know. Like now, so now if the policy is all sex and a man walks in, I can't say anything. Yeah, but, but for, for the sake of the it, argument... Lack would, of suspicion. For the sake of the argument, though, people's first reaction would be suspicion anyway, I think, in, in that now, first initial reaction. Right. The fact of the matter is, even in states that, that allow legal protections for transgender people versus a state that, would, that does not allow legal protections for trans people, I think that... Sexual predators. I mean, if if they were to go into a bathroom, they would be they would be smart enough to you know try to walk in when nobody was looking anyway, in either state. Yeah, that's just my I'm perspective. I, I don't I, because there's no there's no thing that so that kind of law would not stop a potential child child predator. I mean, not necessarily, but I just don't think you need to make it easier. That's the that's just my whole thing. Okay. It's not necessarily. I just don't think it needs to be easier and. Um, you know, you think that sexually assault the stuff. Someone who is, I know plenty of people who are very sensitive about sexual assault and stuff like that. I mean, I did so many research. Um, like Rain.org, who does all this stuff about sexual assault. Every ninety-eight seconds, an American is sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. and then one out of six women. It used to be one out of five, but now I guess it's one out of six. Have been the victim of an attempted or completed rape in their lifetime. So I don't want to make that easier, especially if I was a father of someone. I don't want to make that easier because the thought of that is unsettling. And it's also, you're more likely to become part of rape or sexual assault if you're younger. So, I mean, you got a 10 year old daughter like we had before. I just. Yeah, I, just I, don't, like I that. don't. My personal opinion on that is I think if there were to be a sexual predator that would go into a bathroom, laws that would protect trans people versus a, a law that would not protect trans people, it, it wouldn't stop them anyway. It, I just think it, it makes would not it, stop I think them it, anyway. I don't. I agree with you. Because I just don't. I don't want it to be easier. Because you also have to think of of the net positives and negatives. In my opinion, sexual sexual predators, and I think they would not be stopped by the presence of a law or not. True. In, in either in either situation and states that have the you know several states that have laws in place to protect transgender transgender people they make transgender like statistically transgender people are safer in states that have these laws so if you have a state that has transgender laws in place it not only protects transgender people more than in states that do not have these laws it also really doesn't have any effect in my opinion on the presence of sexual predators if they wanted to go into a bathroom because yeah. pr- predators will find ways to go around the laws anyway yeah i'm uh you know i'm a uh you know i think i'm just gonna have to disagree totally i think mm-hmm. it just that no matter what um if we make a law that they could take advantage of i think they will i believe i think you're 100 percent correct that um no matter what the law is, people are going to go around it no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if the law benefits them, they're going to do that. So, okay. um, But that's what I have to say. That's what Kyle has to say. Yeah. Um, you guys let us know. What's your perspective? What's your take on it? Do you guys think that um, if you guys believe sex and gender are different, do you believe it's based on gender? Uh, what do you think? Um, let us know. Follow us on Twitter Instagram to let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. All right. But it's time to move into our next segment. You want to do technology? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do technology. Right. Uh, we're gonna do our technology segment. This is just a segment where we, me and Kyle, look up different things that are going on currently in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we think, look at all the new technologies. We do a little bit of research on it, and we tell you a little bit about it, and see if you guys want to check it out. Kyle, cool. what you find? Yeah. So um, I'm actually really excited to uh, to talk about what I found for tech this time. So you guys know who Elon Musk is, right? And, and actually, if you don't know who uh, Elon Musk is, Elon Musk is kind of like our real-world version of, of, of Tony Stark. Uh, Elon Musk is um, involved in SpaceX and Tesla Motors. Uh, he basically wants us to get to Mars by the 2030s, and he is a proponent of all-electric uh, vehicles. He's a genius. He's super, super rich, and he's awesome. That's awesome. So Elon Musk was recently at a National, Gover- National Governors Association meeting in Rhode Island, and Musk was featured as a guest speaker. Now, it was funny because the, the meeting was actually quickly turned into a meeting about artificial intelligence. Ooh. And artificial intelligence is basically... Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> artificial intelligence is basically, in theory, artificial intelligence, if it were to grow to such a height where it could surpass regular human intelligence... It could potentially lead to humanity's demise. Terminator. At least that is Terminator, right? At least that's what Elon Musk thinks. So Elon Musk actually believes that artificial intelligence, it, if it were to grow at a really, really astronomically high rate, it would be a quote fundamental existential risk for human civilization. Because just think about this for one second. I feel like we kind of take this for granted. Human Humans are the highest beings on Earth, and it's not even close in terms of our intelligence, at least. Correct. And if we were to be, if if we were to come across something that was that was actually smarter than us, then that would mean if they had, if if this AI got to such a level where it had bad motives, if it was smarter than us and could, you know, just do things that regular people or even geniuses couldn't, they could take over the world in very very bad ways. I think that's if they become conscious. Yeah. That's, and that, if, that's if the thing. Could, if they could develop human emotions, well, too. they I don't think they'd be able to develop human emotions. Like kind of like the best, you know, the best way to connect would be Ultron. Mm-hmm. You know, he was able because you already interact with AI, uh, Siri, Google Voice. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying Alexa, if, it were, if, if it were to Cortana. grow. Yeah, so if it were to grow, if something because you know AI is everywhere. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's technically potentially, you know, a threat. But at the same time, it's if we let it become that. Yeah. It's like if we're stupid enough to actually create a AI that is more intelligent than us, that could do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, they're doing AI, I know, like, with hospital equipment and doing that to help figure out mm-hmm. cancers and stuff like that. that so, That's if it's good. just good at its one job, then mm-hmm. I don't think it could relearn. So, it's only if it's, like, self-thinking. Stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I hope that AI becomes, you know, a, a really positive force of good sometime in the future if it were to grow. The, just, just the basic argument that I found, and we'll get to Tony's one in a second, if if super intelligent AI is possible and if it's possible for a super intelligent goals to conflict with our basic human values, then AI could potentially pose a risk of human extinction. Because if they're so smart and if they think of us as an enemy, who knows what could happen? 
that's just it's it's a really kind it's, of it's, it's an interesting it's a really thing deep to think thought. about. It's a really deep thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I screw robots. I don't want to do that. Robots, you know, robots are going to do everything better than us in the well, future. Well, they're well, yeah, because they don't, they're not human. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So that was great, yeah. actually. You know what? If you really like Musk a lot, there's actually a thing on YouTube called Musk Watch. And they oh just yeah, do every, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. All right, so yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so moving on from Kyle's, the tech thing I found is this actually there are a pair of headphones. Well, it's actually the technology, but they're implementing them into headphones. It's called bone conducting technology. I don't know how to explain it. So the best way I could explain it is that what it does is these pair of headphones that don't actually go in or over your ear. They actually go on the bone behind your ear, and they conduct the music through bone. And I was watching this, and so the point of it is, is once it's behind, so that you can still hear everything while listening to music. So, like, if you're jogging or something, and you have really loud music, you can still hear cars, you can still have a conversation with people, and stuff like that. So, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I'm like, do I really want to be having a conversation with people while I'm listening to music? Yeah. Um, and I guess they're using this technology everywhere. They've used it, like, on... Um, uh, smartwatches and stuff like that too to kind of like feel vibrations but now they're using it behind the ears which I thought was interesting um, but I don't think I like the idea I like having like the over the ear headphones like we're using now or like the in because you know when you have music in you're like on the subway or on a bus or whatever you don't want to talk to someone like just leave me alone like, yeah. that's just how I feel it's yeah. like you're in the moment unless like you have like a speaker and stuff like that so I don't think you would really need Mm-hmm. headphones like that but I just thought it was a cool technology because like you know you can always do advancements with that I mean exactly so I just thought that was really cool that's all I found about it um, that's the new thing so if you guys want to check that out you guys can definitely Google that yeah any thoughts on it yeah and I, I've just a quick thought before we go on to our next segment I think that you know something like that I haven't I, actually the first time I heard about that was when Tony was just telling me you know before we started recording I was like wow that's actually super cool I agree on the surface that I think that um you know, I would rather, on the surface, I would rather want, um, you know, the over-the-ear headphones or the, or the headphones that can actually go into the ear, you know, just like the earbuds, because I feel like the music's just closer to you. And yeah. music is a very important thing to a lot of people, including me, and I know Tony is, in, in, Yo, in, music is it's very important to him. Through my veins, man. Through your veins, absolutely. You're a great guitar player, my man. Thank you. Um, but I, I can't help but feel that these headphones might be created for a very good reason, and that's... You know, people tend to play their music really loud in their ears, and that could lead to actually hearing loss. And I feel like that these headphones might be a force of good if they were to be marketed more. Um, because if, if you were to put these headphones, you know, not over your ear, you wouldn't be able to play them so loud. It would lessen your chance of damaging hearing loss? No, no, I disagree. Do you want to know why? Why? Because you want hearing loss to block out the haters, man. You don't need that is the most basic thing I've heard right. all day. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. No, I'm kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to remember that. You know, where, where, where are we in this podcast right now so I can go back to this? Um, 25. 25? Oh, uh, yeah. my gosh. Um, all right. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's definitely... It could be used for good things, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I know there's a way... Maybe, like, you can make headphones that go over, but then you could switch it to the bone, Yeah. maybe, so that maybe if you want to keep listening and then talk to someone, like, hey, talk to you, okay, button, and you switch. Maybe yeah. that would be a good idea. That's pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, that's just our perspective. Ooh, yeah. puns. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, tell us what you think. All right, so now we're going to be moving on to our music section. Mm-hmm. Um, just like last time, me and Kyle, we just look at... 
um, new albums, new artists, um, exactly. uh, and just try to give you guys recommendations depending because he's like more rap and like mainstream music, and I'm more metal uh, and all that stuff now. And I've had some really great friends expose me to more of it, and because I've been very you know in my small bubble of metal, so um, it's true. And so yeah, so Kyle, what did you what did you find for us today? So I'm got to bless you guys with bless. some oh, knowledge. Um, so for all the rap fans out there right now, um, French Montana, who just recently dropped an album called Jungle Rules on July 14th of 2017, just five days ago, straight on the market, uh, produced by Puff Daddy, French Montana himself, Alex Lustig, Beat Billionaire, Ben Billions, etc., etc., etc. You know, I was listening to this album a lot. Um, while I was, you know, cleaning the house and doing, you know, some chores around the house and other things of that nature, mowing the lawn. And let me just tell you guys, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I actually did not know about this album a lot before it came out. I didn't really hear a lot of, you know, news on it or anything. But, when you know, when I was listening to it, it was just, the beats are just insanely produced. Like, it was just crazy. And when it, I mean, whenever an album features guests such as Future, Travis Scott, The Weeknd, Young Thug, Pharrell Williams, Quavo, Sway Lee, and Chinks, and produced by by London on the track. Mike Will made it as well. I feel like this album was so filled with stars that it was almost impossible to fail. That was from my perspective. I mean, you, my favorite song personally on this entire album, and also, I mean, there were singles that were released before, such as Unforgettable. Um, I feel like there was another one that was released as well, but... I love the Migo Montana one featuring Quavo. That was a really, really sick beat. It bumps over the car. Uh, I can tell you from experience after uh, driving uh, to work a couple days ago, early in the morning. Uh, Jump by Montana featuring Travis Scott is a great song. Alive featuring The Weeknd. He goes insanely hard as well. I, you know, French Montana, he's he's an, he, you know, an interesting character. It's only second studio album, and it seems like he's been around forever because he's been dropping all these mixtapes. Um... I feel like French Montana is a very important, uh, you know, kind of artist right now, especially because we're in the era of mumble rap and things like that. Like I was talking about, I was talking about, uh, you know, uh, last week. And even though that there are mumble rap songs that I like, it's it's not it's not really rap how I know it. French Montana kind of bucks the trend a little bit. French Montana, he he's kind of bringing East Coast back a little bit. I feel like, along with rappers like Dave East, I feel like East Coast has been kind of in the background for a while now uh, because we've been exposed to such, you know, at, uh, Atlanta trap music. We've been exposed to Kendrick Lamar's greatness uh, on the West Coast, Travis Scott's uh, smooth beats and flow uh, from H-Town. But I feel like French Montana's overall flow is just very, very solid. He's from South uh, Bronx, New York, so he represents the East Coast life. Actually, Moroccan. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, and he's only 32 years old, still going strong. Um, so I really do recommend you guys listen to Jungle Rules because it is a really, really good album. Uh, some of my favorite songs include A Lie, Hotel Bathroom, Unforgettable, Whiskey Eyes, and No Pressure. All right, man, that's great. I'm not going to check that out at all. Um, <laughs> well, I know you won't. Because, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, for everyone who listens to better music than Kyle. No, I'm kidding. Ah, don't, don't judge. Um, I actually found uh, two new bands that I actually recently found. Um, my buddy Jordan uh, invited me to a local band show for the first time. And I know some people are very skeptical. Like, local bands just, ah, how good can they be, right? Mm -hmm. I actually went there skeptical myself. There's actually 
a band there that I didn't expect called Infamous Martyrs. They're actually I heard about that. Really? Yeah. I think I think I saw a promo for this. Yeah, yeah Infamous Mar- Martyrs. They're on. Uh, if you Google them, you'll find them on Spotify. They're on iTunes. Um, they really had their first couple songs. They were trying out some different sounds. I think their best sounds were um, their songs "Riches to Rags" and "Empathy." Mm-hmm. Um, the actual quality of the music is actually pretty good. Um, I think it gives them more of like a Rage Against the Machine vibe, like you know the song "Bulls on Parade" yeah, yeah, or yeah. "Killing in the Name of." They really captured that with those two songs. I was like, wow, like what a you know old genre old take but like a fresh new you know way to spin it and i just thought it was really great and i think you guys should check that out if you're into that like it's a little bit of a rap sort of thing it's like a more metal like lincoln park i would say yeah that's park. like a, lincoln park like that's oh a terrible gosh. way to describe it but like yeah. i think you like if you like that sort of song if you like bulls on parade rage the machine audio slave you know prophets of rage if you like those kind of people you'll love infamous martyrs so give them a check out but then for my people who love more of like that, you know, not generic, but like that simple, simple thrash, but a little bit more interesting. There's a new band that call that's called Dust Bolt, and they're straight thrash metal, kind of like a Metallica, like not like a Metallica, but like a Slayer, but like with Metallica sort of like chord progression. And I thought it was really interesting. Um, their top song called Mass Confusion just starts off with this killer riff that I think you guys would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it just really grabs you and just really makes you want to move. And then their second song that I really enjoyed. Um, Exit. This, these two songs are both off their Mass Confusion album. Exit was actually a ballad. It was really, really nice. It was really slow. It was very beautiful. Um, it was a little like um, menacing like in the tones, but it was very beautiful, well done. It then picked up. I could really feel the story behind it. And I just, you know, I re- it really captured me. It really made me become a fan. So I've listened to that whole album. If you get a chance, my two suggestions for you guys is Mass Confusion ex- and Exit. Exit's a little bit softer if you guys want to. You know, work your way into it. If you're working into metal, I would just start off with Exit. That's the name of the song. And then maybe work your way up through that album. So I think that's the best way to go about that. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. So that's our musical perspectives on millennial perspectives. Hey. hey. Too many puns in this Yeah, one. no. But moving on many. to our thought of the day. What is our thought of the day, Kyle? Our thought of the day. So last week we did time travel and we're kind of going to be in the same realm. That's what I thought, too. For the next, for the next 10 minutes or so. We are going to be talking about whether aliens exist or not, in our opinion. I actually think they do. I th- I do. No, like okay, na- you can go. Oh, sorry. Uh, but I think they do only because, like, if you've seen recently, Mars used to have, I think it still kind of has water on it, but used to have water, and they've actually found microorganisms on Mars. So there was once some sort of life, they believe, on Mars, and there currently is. So... Um, now the aliens that everyone thinks are like the big green heads I don't know about that but the universe there's so many universes there's so there's it's I there's it's impossible that there's not a being that's intelligent like us mm-hmm. you know not necessarily look like us but intelligent beings out there I just don't think we can reach them and I'm sure that there's other um, beings out there who are even more advanced than us you know have a more advanced civilization so mm-hmm. that's just as my gen- general belief what do you think do you think they're real you know i honestly think they are real um i we agree yeah we do we <laughs> agree on, on something I, I, no it's fine um and you know i i agree i i not only believe that there are other beings in the universe i i feel like i want to believe it too because i saw something recently um it, it, it was a quote that, that was something along the line. I don't have it pulled up, but it went something along the lines of the fact, or there, there are two possible things in the universe. Either we are not alone or we are alone. And those are equally scary. I don't want to be alone, man. I, you know, honestly, I completely disagree with that because I would not want to be alone in this universe. 
I, no, yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, that. no, I, I don't want to be either. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's possible. I mean, there are it's really this this universe is ever expanding. Yep. Ever expanding. I mean, it's billions and billions of years old, and still expanding. After the Big Bang event that happened you know, such a long time ago, if you believe that, if yeah, it, although actually the the Big Bang itself, it was it was more of an expansion than an actual explosion, but that's for a different story. science teachers. We're sorry, my science teachers would always get mad when we called it an explosion, like it's a big explosion. Yeah, wait, like who, expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my junior high school teacher actually told me that, but that that's beside the point. Um, you know, there are there are so many galaxies out there, and no, and those galaxies are comprised of millions of planets but no galaxy is better than ours because we have a candy bar as our name right honestly that's pretty true right the Milky Way I don't know if anyone else has done that no we, we don't have any close but I definitely think that there is life out there you know yeah. there's I, I, I don't know how much you could go about it but you know uh, you know people see sightings and stuff like that I don't believe that mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if these sightings are real but you know there has to be another planet they've actually uh, NASA actually just found um, a planet that's uh, very close to how Earth is and um, it's they're just trying to check to see if it's habitable which mm-hmm. I think we need to do I know kind of going off I think you know with your musk watch you said we have to uh, uh, do things on Mars like habit Mars uh, in what in 2030 or whatever I think that's a good idea um, and I think the closer we do things like that like have uh, you know um, what is the word I'm missing it like uh, the, settle on Mars and stuff like that yeah. um, I think the closer we do stuff like that the closer we get to actually um, meeting new life exactly. and the, the question is can we like that's the, yeah. that's another question like can we ever like are we ever going to be technologically so advanced that we'll be able to go to other galaxies, you know, because that's hard because it's impossible for us to travel at the speed of light. I hope we are. I, I mean, maybe through wormholes, through something else, maybe we develop something mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, how else, even if there is, maybe there's a way, like maybe we send a probe out there and we meet life and they're like, hey, and but they're 100 years away, you know, yeah. but how are we going to get there? So that's the big thing. Yeah, I, think. I, I, sure, I sure hope we're able to, you know, travel to... Um, you know, planets that have, you know, potentially other life forms because there are so many galaxies out there with millions of planets that are within each of these potentially billions of galaxies. You mean to tell me that there's not something else? Not at least one? Not at least one other thing. I mean, and, and, and when people say, oh, there cannot be such a thing as aliens. Well, I, I respect their opinion because it's an opinion. And, you know, really, we don't know for sure. We, we don't know with 100% certainty whether there is other life out there, no matter how big or how small. My thing is that no. I feel like the people that say that might say that because we are so... Because, this, this I mean, the human life, the Earth life, the Milky Way life is the only life that we know. We haven't really... We haven't ventured out outside of our own galaxy yet. And, and we might and we might not do so for years, for thousands. That it's not going to be in our lifetimes. Oh, we're going to be dead. Well, in our lifetime, we're, we're going to be long gone by we the don't time. Know. We don't know because science is totally off subject. But science is working on to where, like you know, um, we can stay young for a long time. Like our cells won't die. They've worked on that to where that we can forever regenerate new healthy cells. Because when you get old and you age, you're, it's just your cells dying and your skin cells and all that stuff. Yeah, so they've actually worked in a way to... So in our lifetime, it's theoretical that we won't age, really, like that. So, I mean, 
think we might be able to live that long. I don't think they do it because if we have a second planet, like if we get Mars, we could just send everyone else over there, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, so planet won't be overpopulated and stuff like that. So I mean, and they don't necessarily have to be just like the stereotypical, you know, green, green, you know, short green people with the you know yeah, the big eyes. Purple. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Why we judge by their color? No, yeah, we, we have to be inclusive. Yeah, um, inclusive. They they can be. I mean, even if they're microscopic organisms, that would still be incredibly much. exciting. Yeah, and even farther than that, I feel like. I mean, and if we get to Mars by the time that we're in our forties. Yeah, so I mean that'd be great. That I would mean, just be insane. Yeah, so um, but that's just me and Kyle's perspective. We both yeah. obviously think that. Uh, um, they're real, but I don't think we would agree that they could use the same bathrooms as us. So you know what? <laughs> that's it. That's all we got here. Um, let us know what you think. Follow us on Twitter at M Perspectives One, um, and on Instagram at just M Perspectives. We're going to be having a Facebook page coming up soon, so follow that and Millennial Perspectives. Um, I am going to say this out loud. Me and Kyle was thinking, if you guys have seen recently, SoundCloud has threatened, not threatened, but like might be uh, shutting down. A lot of, a lot of mixed opinions on it so yeah, far. Yeah, we've seen articles. We're not quite sure what's going on. We might have to switch hosts, unfortunately, if that were to happen. We're still looking into it. Um, we would definitely let you guys know if we're going to have to change or... If anything happens, if we're going to need an app or whatever that's going to be, because um, we don't know what's going on, and obviously we want you guys to listen in on us. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely keep you guys informed if you follow us. Uh, I'm Tony. And I'm Kyle. This is Millennial Perspectives. You guys have, you guys have a good week. <laughs>